Welcome to the Encouragement to Go podcast, where we share good news, great laughs, and real life stories to encourage you as you face life today. And so much more. Welcome to Courage Meant to Go, episode 11. I'm joined again by my awesome bride, Caitlin. And just tonight is going to be, or today, or whenever you're listening to this, is going to be a little bit of a random encouragement. And uh, one of the things that are big in our life, and um, I know I really like, and maybe you like just a little bit, is music. Tell us about music to you. What does it actually mean to you, music teacher Caitlin? Well, I am a music teacher. I'm an elementary music teacher. Um, So I absolutely love teaching music to little kids, but also um, I help, I've always helped lead um, some of the praise teams at church and I just help love help helping worship and um, listening to music and it really just fills that that void that like you know when they you, they talk about like the thing that gets you closest to God that when I'm singing music or worshiping that is when I am closest to God. That's true. For you, some For me. people yeah may not like music. As some much. people don't aren't really into worship into music. It saddens me, but that's because everybody's a little different. Yes, it's true. I like music. Uh, matter of fact, I listen to music all the time. And podcast. Actually, I may listen to more podcasts than music in the last couple of days. And you can listen to podcasts while you're working or doing different things in the same way with music. And I think it's it's amazing what you can accomplish. I actually knew a lady who was learning Spanish while she was at work. Yeah, and music is such a big part of, of our lives. And we listen to a lot of music. Our kids love music. They love to dance, um, which is awesome. And... Uh, I wouldn't say they're very talented um, as far Not as... Not yet. They're only two and four. Yeah, but you can just tell, you know, maybe the coordination stuff isn't going to be there for Zeke for a while. Lakin, she's just kind of a, a wrecking ball. She, yeah, we haven't figured her out yet. She just kind of runs and jumps and... She does like to sing, though. She just goes, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so she does try. To, and then when we try to sing, she's like, stop, stop, go. No. Yeah, they don't want to hear us singing for some reason. Um, so they Does just that mean we're bad? Um, it means that they don't want to hear us anymore. Yeah, they're kind of um, just stubborn. And I've actually tried that when you keep talking, when I'm trying to talk. And, and how does that work for you? It doesn't. No. Not at all. And if you know us, you know that Caitlin talks way more. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know either. But anyways, um, well, the other night, Toby Mack, who to be at DC Talk for all you old school Christian listeners back in the day. DC Talk was the bomb and then they split up and then Toby Mac started on his own in the Diverse City Band and I really believe that I was probably 14 or so, maybe 13 when I started listening to Toby Mac, so about 22 years ago. And listening to Toby Mac and I've probably been to see Toby Mac in concert at least 10 times because I would go to a lot of big festivals where I used to, um, back before kids, BK. Most of the things in our life is BK. But BK, I used to go to a lot of Toby Mac and different concerts. We used to go to winter jams and all kinds of stuff and take our youth group. And 
Yeah, and he was awesome. So I looked into getting Toby Mac in our area, and it would only cost in the high twenty thousand, so like twenty seven, twenty eight something, for him to come to our area, which is about twenty six thousand over the budget that I was looking to have. So I never, in the, my wildest dreams, thought Toby Mac would come around here. Then all of a sudden, it pops up on a Facebook feed or something. Well, we can also say thank you, COVID, maybe. Yeah. He came to our hometown of Versailles. Mm-hmm. Versailles, to people who don't know how to pronounce it correctly, but Versailles, Indiana, to the Bel Air drive-in. Toby Mac was there with the Diverse City Band and Cochran and Gumpy. We can't forget Cochran, Michael Cochran. He did an awesome job. Awesome voice. Yes, amazing. Almost as good as mine. Yeah, I keep working on it. Yeah, I'm nowhere close, never will be, but um, Toby Mac was there, and uh, people actually wouldn't even believe it, and yeah. it's one of those things in life, I don't think people would, they're like, he's not really going to be there, you're just going to be watching the screen, and I'm like, he's going to be there, you should come. Nope, he isn't going to be there, and I don't know how many people would not believe us, but we went, and to be honest with you, it was my favorite, probably because it was only 20 minutes away. Mm-hmm. And nice. we didn't have to go back from Louisville or Indianapolis or Cincinnati after we got done seeing him. He did an awesome concert, and uh, we give the music people a hard time. Like, they should play longer, or, you know, that song they played a little bit off or whatever. It was really cool. I don't think he messed up at all. Like, they were just awesome the whole time, and it was powerful. It was loud. It was just all you can imagine if to go to a Toby Mac concert. But he shared how he lost his 11 or 11 months ago, he lost his firstborn. And uh, he's just been having a really rough time with that. I don't remember how old he was. He was in his 20s, early 20s, which is crazy because that's how long I've been listening. I remember on the CD when the little kid had a part of it, which is just wild. But uh, also he lost his sister like three weeks ago. Um, when at the time we're recording this and it was just, I can't imagine getting up on stage and singing and praising God anyways, even after all those things have happened, you know, he's been doing this for 30 years. He could easily stop, but he goes on not for him probably as much as just so others could praise God through him. And I really respect that, and I know even at church, we're like, we pick on the music sometimes for different things, and the people leading it, well, they shouldn't be leading it because of this or that, and it's awesome that they volunteer to do that. Um, Toby Mac doesn't really volunteer necessarily, but he also probably doesn't have to do it each day. Doesn't he have a song that's called Till the Day I Die, and I believe he wrote that because people did ask him like toby mac when are you gonna be done with this like how when what age are you just gonna be like i'm done and he basically was like god has me here for a reason and i'm gonna keep going until the day i die because until god calls us home he still has a job for us and i truly believe that when when he does call us home even unfortunately when young people die or you know when when people are taken at way too young of an age i believe maybe that time for them it was just up and God says I'm calling you home now and maybe he has bigger plans you know after that but um we also don't want to think that home 
this is a temporary place for us humans. We don't ever want to look at it as that is a better place for us to be. We look at it as such a negative thing when people leave here, but it's so much better. Um, yeah, and he did he did write a song about that, and that is in a response. He's fifty five. He's up there. It's jamming a, out. He's jamming out, <laughs> and he is dancing. Now, maybe not with quite the charisma that he used to have 20 years ago when I saw him in concert, but it's... Oh, no, he's still pretty still yeah, pretty good. It's not far off. So, Caitlin and some of our friends that went with us, they were trying to dance almost. <laughs> we were good. trying. Some of those moves I still couldn't do. Yeah, it was a little off. I just watched uh, Toby Mac, not Caitlin and the other dancers. We, were, we decided that we're going to bring it back to church and start doing it with our praise team. Yep, and that's the point where we'll no longer be at this church and we will be doing <laughs> um, ministry elsewhere because <laughs> we'll be gone. Um, due to, they'll be like, okay, your wife, she's lost it, and they need help. Um, we were okay with a little change and bringing the praise band in, but now they're trying to dance like Toby Mac. Probably not happening in our Baptist church currently, but... Uh, so sad. No, we're just thankful. Um, yeah, with for music. I know seeing so many different people and, and Skillet... Um, I've Good been, one. I've been to a, we kind of, I was a skillet roadie at one time. I've seen a lot of the, his concerts or their concerts. I have to say theirs. I can't say his because one of my favorite musicians in the world is the drummer of skillet. Yeah. She is amazing. Yeah. I'm, I mean, you're awesome. Skillet's drummer. I don't know her name because then that'd be too much obsession, but she's, she could yeah. sing and play the drums at the same time. Very impressive. For as a music standpoint, how hard is that to do? I could never do it. I'm not a drummer though either, so the drumming thing just throws me off. So to keep a steady beat and to play the crazy beats, and sometimes she's spinning at the same time. If they're on stage, she sometimes starts to spin, and then she's singing, and I just don't even know. I just I'm going to be honest with everyone. If you ever see a song and you're like, well, he's not really into it because he's not clapping while he's singing, I can't do that. I can't do it. I, I just can't keep the rhythm. I can sing, well, sort of, and I can clap, but I cannot do both at the same time. I don't know. So that's why Zeke's probably going to have a hard time, too, because if he has some of my genes, which I'm hoping he's got more of yours, but uh, it's going to be a struggle with the whole rhythm thing. But they do love music, um, and we love music, and uh, we're very musical. Um, we don't go very often without music or some sort of yeah, sound on in the background what other bands do you really like um mm, one of my all-time favorites is would have to be matthew west matthew west has always been one of my favorites um i went to a concert once of his and um which i mean his songs are just so real and um just you can just relate to them so much. And um, I went to a concert once of his. It was a Christmas concert, so it made it even better. Um, but it was just very um, a kind of an intimate setting. It was at a church, and um, he just was very open and real with us. And that just, I just really appreciate him as a singer, as a artist. Um, he's really got some great songs. So he's a great one to check out if you've never checked out Matthew West. And the cool part about Christian music now, and I will put out there, I'm sure there are some Christian artists that they just don't really follow God. They're just doing it maybe for money. I mean, I'm sure that that happens. But for the most part, um, these people are trying. And I know whether they're real about it or not, I get closer to God when I listen to the music. And it's cool because there's like rap 
There's like Lecrae, there's KB, there's all kinds of rappers that are Christian, or Andy Mineo, KJ52. Then you got your like Rock, like Flyleaf and Fireflight and Skillet. Some of these names are a little older, but just, yeah. Pretty much anything that you are looking for, any kind of music that you say you like, and you're like, well, Christian music doesn't have that. I bet they do if you are willing to look. Um, so who would the country comparisons be? Well, you have Rhett Walker Band, oh, which yeah. is a phenomenal. Rhett Walker came to Tyson Auditorium in yes, Versailles, Indiana, so he was a step up. That's a good one. Uh, Zach Williams is our new. He's coming to the Versailles Drive-In in next month, so that's exciting. But he would be a very com- country comparison. Yeah. Um, the uh, I Am They has some songs that I could see kind of like that. Yeah. Need to Breathe. Ooh, good one. Yes. Need to Breathe is one of my favorites. That's a good one. Um, yeah, and all kinds of, I mean, there's, there's, I'm sure there's more, um, but these are, we're just naming a few, and um, the reason that Toby Mac was so special to me, I remember um, having the CD, that was, it's called a compact disc, for some of you younger listeners, it would spin around in the Walkman, and I remember when I was in about 8th grade, 7th grade, I'd, we'd take a long trip with my family, about three and a half hours down, down to a place like Cumberland, and I remember the Toby Mac CD, I would play it over and over again, and I'd listen to every song. But what was cool about it, I remember when I was like 7th and 8th grade, I remember one of those trips, I'm listening to the songs, and I was really feeling what he was saying. And I was like, now I know why we go to church. Now I know why, like, everything came together through music for me. Like, this is why, this is worshiping God for me. This is what it means to truly be excited about God because I always wonder like each week how excited are we to even be going to church or how excited are we to uh, be able to see other people or love other people and, and we get such an opportunity and um, we kind of just miss the mark because we don't really you know ignite that so and then there's also you know you can listen to hymns like if you liked hymns growing up you can listen to that and even in the Celtic versions hymns and ver- and piano it's and violins it's awesome i listen to instrumental sometimes also um you can also listen to praise and worship songs yeah and i feel like nowadays they're starting to kind of revamp the hymns a little bit and make them a little um you know just kind of revamp them just a bit um so a cool story about maybe my past and just music um you know i grew up listening to only country mostly um my family only listened to country music and um and then i i went through like a little punk rock stage where i liked a lot of punk rock and that was more so just give, give me two of your favorite punk rock bands that Ooh, you can remember i love simple plan simple plan was my favorite okay and prim- my chemical romance was probably my second favorite and just for the record, we're very different in this because I've never listened to either one of those. <laughs> well, like I said, it was a very small phase of my high school years. And I think it was more so because that's what my so-called friends at the time liked. So that's kind of what I liked. That's what you do, I guess, sometimes in high school when you're not sure who you are. But anyways, that's not what we're talking about. Guess what? Podcast. Real quick. Uh, <laughs> it just reminds me because my, I don't know if they're so-called my friends. I remember getting the Britney Spears CD and... uh so it changed my life. Probably not a good way. Um, but so she was simple playing in My Chemical Romance. I was Britney Spears and John Michael Montgomery. There go you ahead. go. There you go. So um, 
So I listen to that, and I listen to, of course, your sa- your Disney soundtrack and your musical soundtracks, and just pretty much like a wide variety of music. And I remember, um, so fast forward a couple more years, I met Mitch, and I'm listening to just all this other stuff. And I was a I was a Christian, you know, went to church on Sunday kind of Christian, and uh, I listened to some Christian music. I knew of Toby Mac, just a couple of his songs, and um, some different things. And I remember. Mitch asked me, he's, when we started dating, he's like, why do you listen to that music? And I was like, what do you mean? Like, it's the most popular, like, it's the, like, you know, it's the most popular radio stations. It's the most popular music of country, of um, hip hop, of rap, whatever it is. Um, You know, Eminem and all those different genres that are super popular. And I remember I was just like flabbergasted. Like, I love music. Why would you ask me that kind of question? And, um, and Mitch, you said, well, do you even know what the words are that you're singing? And like in my head, I'm like, yeah, like, no, not. Yeah. I mean, like, so I had to really think about it. Like, what am I really singing about? And so that got me thinking. So as I was listening to music after that, I was really thinking, wow, do I do I really want to be singing these words about this? Like, do I really believe these words? And do I want to be seen or, um, you know, personified from these words. Um, and I didn't, I didn't want to be the person that I was singing about. I didn't want to be singing those words that have cuss words in them because that's the kind of person that I was almost feel like I was betraying. And so, um, it doesn't make you evil. No, that I always listen to Christian music today either. I mean, I'll turn on nineties country or something every once in a while and roll down the windows and just sing real loud, hoping nobody within the next 10 miles can hear me. But I think, but it does affect you. Yes. And Toby Mac's big, uh, one of his songs is Speak Life. Um, and I would go back to the Bible verse that says, the words you say will either um, set you free or condemn you. And uh, it's very important, the words that we speak, that we speak over each other, um, that you speak over yourself. And I think music has a huge impact on it. And I was talking to someone today, uh, my friend Tom, and he said, you know, it used to be where there was a lot of artists that were in between. Like, they didn't have, like, a a real negative message, but it wasn't really a godly message. It was just, you know, fun, you know, and in between. And I said, yeah, I remember those, you know. I remember, like, Matchbox 20, those different people that I had listened to. And they, but anymore, it's like, it really promotes one side or the other. Yeah. Um, the moral values of the world or the moral values of of a Christian. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it, it is harder to find those in between songs on your popular radio. Like as I listen to these songs, these kids are singing, they'll ask me to play them in class or stuff. And I've learned never to do that because I'll pull one up and I'm like, do you know what this is talking about? And of course they don't. Cause sometimes we don't think about what the words are talking about, but some are, some are totally fine. Um, I always make sure I censor them before watch, listen to them before I ever play one in the classroom. Um, but it's just getting harder to listen to. And this is, I mean, I'm no better than anybody else. So I think when I was asking you that, just why, I was about a year in as being a youth pastor, and my life was really changing. God was really working on the past has to go to the past, and the, the new is better, and the new is, is coming in, in you and, and through you, and I'm working through you. Because, I, I mean, no, <laughs> I remember in college, um, the party... Uh, would be at our house or in our, my room or whatever with a bunch of people, and I'd be like the DJ, and 
I'm going to promise you that there was never Christian music playing at that point. Um, so I love music too, and I, I love doing that, but it, I think it just it sort of they eat at me um, in different things. So so I guess my, my point to my, my story about how, how you kind of got on me, but I think you were just questioning me. Um, it got me thinking, and it just helped me. I guess I was ready to take those steps to getting closer to Jesus. I wanted to do some things in my life to help me get you know even more of that godliness and that was just one simple way that I could do that by filling my head with good and positive music rather than just kind of maybe not so good music and so yeah because it definitely does matter and it does change things and when you want to be more like if you say you're a follower of Jesus you really want to be more like Jesus you're probably not a follower of Jesus if you don't want to be more like Jesus like and that's our point. And we know we're not going to be perfect, and we know we're not we're going to mess up. But I talked about it in my sermon this past week. It was called Chef Special, and it was fun. And we, you know, I I had a cake mix, and I talked about, you know, there's specific steps, there's specific things that you put in a cake, but we start trying to add our own stuff, and um, it's just one of those areas where, where you tired of adding your own stuff to the mix and expecting you to become more like Jesus but still doing your own thing. And again, it's not bad to listen to different kinds of music. We have no, I mean, we still do that some today. And uh, But the main things that's going into your head, the main people that are feeding you, and that can go with friends too. Yeah, absolutely. The people you surround yourself with. Or with each other. Yeah. You know, there's definitely times, I mean, we're humans. We struggle with uh, becoming negative or, or frustrated because of this or that and uh, looking at just the worldly circumstances. And really all that's doing is Real, um, we're not looking at the overall goal. We're not looking in an eternal perspective. Uh, my friend sent me this message that is so true, and uh, he sent it to me, and it says, you know, um, if you're not going to remember it in five years, then it shouldn't matter at all. I th- Wait, hold on. It's called the five-by-five five rule. If it's not going to matter in five years, don't spend more than five minutes being upset about it. Mm-hmm. And it's so powerful, and uh, it's so true. We always focus on the things that don't matter. In five years, are we really going to remember um, something that happened, like a part of a bad day? Normally, if, you know, if it's something major, obviously you might. But how often do we get frustrated with something that's not even going to matter in five hours? <laughs> right. Unless you make it. Right. matter in five hours yeah. you know and you keep dwelling on it mm-hmm. and uh i've been doing a lot of studies you know on peace and when people ask other people if you could have anything from god usually the number one answer is believe it or not peace they don't have peace and uh and it's the reason is is we we can have that peace and if you're a christian you have that godly peace deep inside of you but if you always focus on the other things if you're always focused on the circumstances if you're always dwelling on stuff that isn't going to matter in five years how in the world do you expect to have peace um and it's sad and uh but yeah so that's that's the music and music is such a big impact in in our lives and we wanted to share just a little bit and to encourage you um whether it's a podcast whether it's listening to your bible the audio whether it's um, uh, music of different 
uh, make sure you're filling your mind more with that stuff than the news, <laughs> than, Amen. than uh, all the other stuff. And, you know, again, I listen to different podcasts, um, some sports ones, some fun ones, and, and some very encouraging ones and scriptural ones. And I also listen the same way with music, but I always want to fill myself more with the good stuff. Um, and other stuff we need to laugh. Um, I don't know, how many times a week do you think you really laugh? Oh, like a good, like, good belly laugh or just kind of like a, yeah. oh, that's funny. Like you actually laughed like that, like a pretty good belly laugh, like not a full oh, out, like a saying a belly, belly laugh. laugh. Ooh, I hope a couple times a week. I'm not sure though. <laughs> I think we're really lacking in our laughing. Um, and, uh, so that comes into the next part I'd, I'd like to cover in this podcast is movies. I mean, I would watch the craziest and dumbest movies in college. Um, For some of you that are like, well, you're a pastor, and I'm sure you've always done what you needed to do. I went to see Borat like two or three times in theaters. This is not a proud moment. No, if you've never seen Borat, don't go looking. Yeah, don't. Don't. You don't need to see it. It's it's really pretty dumb and inappropriate at most times. But I will say it, it made me laugh. Um, and so today, I don't want to fill my stuff with that in my mind. And when you, when your life is changing, that stuff isn't even as funny anymore. Um, it's just not. And so I've just been like really trying to see what am I watching? What, it, what am I filling my eyes with? Um, I'll tell you, to be honest with you, with a four-year-old and a two-year-old, what I've been filling my uh, eyes with lately is uh, the Lego Batman movie, which is excellent. If I could pick one out out of all of them that Zeke and Lincoln will watch. Um, but we watch a lot of Peter Rabbit. Um, we used to watch a lot of Peppa the Pig and different things and a lot of kids' movies. But uh, for our own sake, you know, there's different things that we can watch that can really enhance um, our beliefs and what we are thinking. And we watched a series not long ago called The Chosen. Tell us a little bit about the Chosen series. Oh my, this is such a good series. So it's on YouTube. They also have an app um, that you could watch things on and see different things. But basically, it's just, um, it's this guy who just kind of put it together and he's collecting um, donations to kind of put it together, correct? Yeah, he just got season two fundraised for, and season one was eight episodes. And it was basically about the life of Jesus and his disciples and how they kind of came about and what did it show you really it it just really opened my eyes he he picked some amazing actors and actresses um but it just really like showed it showed me how much jesus was just like a normal person and he cracks jokes and but it's so i mean I need to go back and like just read the scriptures now, like, like the the um, gospels, to just kind of see how it compared. Because you know, just because somebody created it about the Bible doesn't mean it's all the way true, and we have to still read the Bible for ourselves to know. Um, but it's just so neat, just the, some of the the um, details he does, and just to see Jesus as a person made a big difference. And not all the details are in the Bible of what happened every day and every That's hour true. of Jesus' thirty three years or so of his life. So obviously, a lot of things are. Not made up, but I guess assumed. Yes. Um, and he doesn't claim that the show's perfect and exactly biblical, but it does help you see Jesus in a different light. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, for me, it helped me see the disciples in a different light. 
because you always think the disciples are these perfect people. They're in the Bible, so they have to be, you know, just really good. And uh, we forget um, these were just regular people. And Christianity went against everything that they've always studied and known at the time. Not not against it, actually fulfilled it, but it went against the traditional Jewish um, culture. Yeah, and when Jesus says, you know, just stop what you're doing and follow me, like it's just neat to see like what their lives would have looked like and what they would have had to given up and how what it would look like just to literally stop what they were doing and just to follow him. And it was just really, really great, just a vi- great visual to see. So definitely highly encourage that um, those episodes to watch. Which gets into a little bit of my, I wanted to share just a little bit of my story, stopping everything to follow Jesus. I stopped things because it wasn't fitting into my life. Um, And when I was in, I was living in Florida after I graduated from IU and I went to Florida and I was doing different things and I did a sales job and I epically failed at the sales job. Um, And I remember I was super excited. I've always wanted to be a waiter at like a sports bar restaurant and serve food. So I had an interview for this place um, down in Orlando. And obviously a lot of people would go there and I was pretty excited about it. And I remember my pastor, uh, Pastor Shivers growing up, calls me. I remember as clear as day, I I went out, I was living at this house and I walked out on the driveway and and talked to him. I was like, what is he, what is he doing calling me? Like this, this is maybe not good. I'm not sure. And, uh, you know, I was living a life of just craziness. I was doing whatever I wanted, uh, whatever my fleshly desires was after I was doing. And uh, he calls, and I said, hey, Pastor Shivers, what's up? And he's like, well, I heard you're in between jobs. Of course, my mom probably told her this and told him this. And I said, yeah. He goes, well, I think you should come up and be the youth pastor for me at Hopewell, which is where I grew up and where I really met you and different things. But I said, um, I don't think you want that. I said, I'm not the same guy I was in high school as far as, and I wasn't really following Jesus in high school. I went to church, but I also didn't drink and party too much in high school. Um, I made up for it in college and at this point, and I said, you really don't want that. And it was almost like, that's the way the disciples kind of answered Jesus, or they didn't say it directly, but I'm sure they were thinking, um, I'm not a studied scholar. You don't really want me to do it. But that's who he picks. Um, and if, if you're listening today, he'll pick you where you're at, and then he transforms you. Like, I wasn't ready. I didn't go to seminary. I wasn't prepared, and I still didn't go to where I'm at today. But I stopped what I was doing, and my, I know, my... Th- thoughts that I thought I desired, and I said, okay, I'll try it, and as soon as I started teaching people and young kids about Jesus, I got pretty excited, so it really propelled me, so that's kind of what the disciples had to do, they stopped what they were doing, fisherman, tax collector, zealot, all these things, and they said, heck, I'll take, I'll take up the, yeah, challenge, let's do it, and they never regretted it. And really, I don't. And everybody's like, well, don't you miss doing this and that? And I'm like, you know, at first I was like, man, I'm missing out. And now I'm like, man, there's a lot of fun things I get to do. 
Yeah, that's a, that's such a great reminder that God meets you right where you are. And you don't have to change before you enter the church. You don't have to change before you come to him. You know, he wants to meet you right where you are. And he wants to help you through that. He wants to help transform you um, into the person that he knows you can be. You know, he has such wonderful things planned for you. Um, if you would only just surrender to him and he wants to help you along every step of the way. And it's a, it's a fun journey. It's such an adventure. It's hard. Yeah. Um, I saw a sign today. Um, we were at a flea market and it said uh, rough road and I wanted to get it for a sermon illustration, but it was That's too much it. money. The guy <laughs> wouldn't come down enough, but it was so good and rough road because to be honest with you as a Christian, it's going to be a rough road. Mm. But it's also going to be a rough road if you're not a Christian. Yeah, absolutely. And so, but the destination's different overall. Um, but, so I, I don't say it as it's easier, because a lot of times it's harder. I don't fit in with my age group normally. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. Um, but I still love my age group. I love working with younger people and older people too. And uh, everybody teaches me something. But it is a rough road, and... Uh, are we willing? And I, the Bible verse, I'm, I, I don't know what exactly scripture it is on the top of my head, but it says, Christ died for us while we were still sinners. And uh, that means that you, didn't, you don't have to fix everything before you can come to him. He says, you know, come to my table, hang out with me. I'll show you which way to go, and I'll equip you. He promises. He equips us with everything we'd ever need. It's like going to... Um, a big test and you have the answer sheet in front of you but you still got to take it with you and you still got to go take the test and you still got to go live and uh, yeah we're equipped and and he gives us a way out and he gives us a way in he opens doors he closes doors and I'm so thankful we didn't really talk about movies as much because I, I can't really give a ton of great like you know this is an awesome movie. You have to watch it because we're always trying to visualize something that we can't comprehend. Like heaven and everything else about it's so awesome. As good as a movie is, and there's awesome movies like breakthrough, you know, there's different things, but, um, just keep your perspective heavenly and not on all your circumstances. Anything else you'd like to add to music movies and more? I just, I mean, this might be a Sunday school kind of answer, but I, I know for myself, I always think like if I feel slightly guilty, like maybe I shouldn't be watching this or listening to this or would I be watching or listening to this if my kids were in the room? Maybe I shouldn't be feeling, you know, we, we've, I, I'm going to be very blunt and say we were watching this um, uh, show on Amazon Prime and it was one of those that, my goodness, we would never, ever watch if our kids were around. And it was like, maybe that's not a good thing to do and fill our heads with if it's something that we should never be watching in front of our kids. And so I felt that guilt, and I was like, we need to stop watching this. And, and we could be doing, I don't know, we could be reading instead and building ourselves up. We could be watching a funny one where we're actually laughing. We could be just talking. You know, we could spend our time in another way and actually building ourselves up. What is that, the verse that says, whatever is um true and noble and pure and right, right and all those wonderful things you want to fill our lives with those things and not yeah fix your eyes on all those fix your thoughts on fix those your thoughts and what goes in your thoughts really matters yeah the things we see the things we hear the words we hear those transform our thoughts and 
words have power. They do. And again, we don't think you're the devil if you don't uh, control your tongue like you need to. <laughs> um, and it's a hard journey. I actually didn't struggle with, <clears throat> I was raised where there was just something that you didn't do. I was pretty uh, taken care of if I said a cuss word and around my parents. I don't think it happened too many times. Yeah. I was definitely smarter than that. But, but it helped me. I'm like, well, if I wouldn't say it around them, I probably shouldn't say it. And I was starting to slip and get a little bit uh, wilder with my mouth. But that wasn't something that was a struggle for me to really work on. And God kind of did that. But for many of the people listening, especially, you know, it's, it's a struggle to try to control. Um, to not Especially when, I mean, if that's all you hear, and that's like a workplace. I know in the workplace that you hear it a lot. Or even families. In families. Families, yeah. workplace, you know, I. it's amazing what you can hear when you're around Walmart for like a half hour. <laughs> and with the way people just talk to their kids and cuss them out and just different things. And I'm just like, that's just not how I was raised. And no, I'm not, either. I'm not condemning them. That's probably how they were raised. Yeah. Um, um, but speak life. And that's, yeah. I guess our encouragement to you today is as you're listening to this podcast is it's so important what goes in your mind. And I pray that God really shows you what you should be listening to, should be watching and what you shouldn't. Because if you're a Christian, you should want to become more like him. And it's really important and it's really exciting because the more you seek him, the more you find him and uh, the more he'll help you if you just want him to. So surrender whatever you need to surrender to him um, today. I pray that you do that. Hey, have a blessed week. Thanks everyone for joining us on our podcast today. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. And if you know anyone else that could use some encouragement, we'd love if you would share it with them. We're all in this together. So until next time, my friends, on Courage Meant to Go.